Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock, and this is the Inner Edge podcast, where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high-performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress, and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way, and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, and welcome to today's episode, which I'm uh, calling The Green Grass Trap. You might already have a little inkling as to what I'm going to talk about, but um, yeah, stay with me because you might get a different angle on it before we're finished here today, or at least hopefully you will in my mind. I've I've linked this to um, my weekly email, Inspire Me, that goes out every Monday. And today, as I'm recording this, it's Monday the 19th of July. It's a beautifully warm, sunny day here in Wicklow in Ireland. Um, and uh, the my weekly email goes out with a little quote every Monday, and then I kind of write about some ideas about how to apply the wisdom of the quote, because I often find that quotes are great, people are rattling them off, but they don't always get the wisdom embedded in the quote. Um, and this one was from the renowned chef uh, Wolfgang Puck, who originally is Austrian, but I guess became famous in the US. And um, I came across this quote, I was on holidays for the last two weeks, and I, uh, I had a great time, switch off, fantastic. Uh, but I watched a couple of things. Uh, one of them was a documentary called Wolfgang, about the chef on Disney+. Plus. Very, very good, and he's 80 years old now. Um, and yeah, I was surprised at some of the things that he said, because there were quite astute observations about his life and um, his journey and how he had even achieved the success that he did. And he came from a very difficult background, but and he went on to kind of reinvent, really, in a way, uh, the way even chefs were perceived. He in- introduced uh, the open kitchen um, and also fusions um, of food and different uh, food cultures. And, and basically changed, uh, maybe the original celebrity chef actually is probably what, is, what he's seen as being. So a very successful guy. Um, but he had this quote halfway through the documentary, which really struck me, which was this. He said, the grass is greener where you water it the most. And he was sharing that in the context of being in a difficult, what he felt was a difficult situation where he was a talent, he was a draw. People were flocking to the restaurant he was working in, um, but he felt he wasn't getting valued by the restaurateur or the owner. And instead of taking the advice of his friends um, and quitting in that moment, he kind of doubled down. And this is where the quote came out. He said, look, the grass might be greener elsewhere, but I believe it's where you water it the most, as in work your way through challenging circumstances, do your best, look for the best. And <clears throat> I think it's very true. I've certainly seen it in my journey. I'm going to share some things with you today. Um, and it's funny, you know, as I'm recording this, as I said, I'm in Wicklow, Ireland. We're in the middle of a heat wave here. And uh, certainly at our at our place in Wicklow, the grass is uh, certainly, you wouldn't say rich green. It's certainly getting very brown. The ground is very dry because we haven't had rain for a while now. And <clears throat> we, we don't have a drought. We haven't had any water warning or usage notices yet. So we are able to use some water. Uh, to ensure that the grass stays alive, stays healthy. And so in a way you think, okay, well, I'm giving attention to the grass and then we're providing nourishment through the water. And I think in the context of what uh, Mr. Puck is saying, 
when the grass is greener, you know, where you water it the most, the water in this context for us, in terms of high performance and getting the best out of yourself in business, sport, and our life, water is the is your attention. So what do you give intention to? And a lot of this can be unconscious. So I'm going to ask you to listen with an open mind here. You think, well, that doesn't apply to me because I'm, you know, I never do that. In my experience, actually, the best of the best will do this without very often realizing it. And it is a big limiter in terms of um, getting the best from yourself and then indeed others. And it came up in a different context when I was talking with um, Gary Fox on his podcast, The Entrepreneur Experiment, there a few weeks ago, where we were chatting about performers and achievers and my own experience of it, my take on it. Um, and something came up that I called the more monster, where, you know, the, the high achiever, the very successful leader or sports person, they always want more. And it's the nature, I think, of the mind to want more, to always look to what's the next thing. So what you'll find is that a lot of entrepreneurs and achievers, they, uh, uh, until they see this, they will actually make a big mistake, which is, let's go down to the next thing, let's go down to the next thing. I'm not really appreciate where they are. So in a way, that's a version of the grass being greener because they're looking on to, well, I want to win this award or I want to get onto this level of sales or profit or turn. I need to get the bigger, next bigger deal. I need to get, need to, get to the next level, whatever the next level is. But if you stay in that mode, that essentially is the grass is greener mode is what I call the green grass trap. So you're caught in that. It's another way of saying really the more monster. And your mind, if you don't understand how it works, uh, will lead you down that trap. So I, I remember myself when I started to get into this kind of material um, back in about 1995-96 and at the time I was studying a guy who wasn't well known then by the name of Tony Robbins um, and even Brian Tracy wouldn't have been well known in Ireland obviously that's changed since and you know a lot of what I learned there was very constructive very useful and it did make a difference having said that there was a flaw I believe and I think it still is there embedded in it which is you know, you're always looking on to the next thing. And in a way, if you're not very careful, most people seem to make the same mistake, is my experience, where they are so focused on somewhere else. And that could be caused by different things, which I'm going to drill into now, that they kind of miss and they knock themselves off their best performance because at the back of their mind, they're irritated, they're annoyed. And if you listen to any of my podcasts over this series, you realize that any sort of mental interference really is... Uh, the key variable in in dampening your performance or whatever talent you have. Um, and certainly something I used to do back in that time when I was studying, you know, things like NLP or performance psychology and the Tony Robbins stuff. What I realized looking back was I was always comparing myself to others. That was one thing. Uh, who I believed had a better life or career or were better in certain areas. I never really compared myself to people who were, who were worse off or worse than me or not as good in certain areas. It was always about people ahead of me. Um, and perhaps overly competitive in a way. And if I was going to go back now to my 19-year-old self and give myself some advice, I probably would say, one of the things I'd say would be, look, make the grass green where you are. So, so what does that mean? Well, to me, what it means is do your best, your very best in the current situation, regardless of how difficult, just like Mr. Puck was talking about, regardless of how difficult it is, do your very best, apply yourself and actually look to really enjoy it, savor it. Because there's loads of things around you if you focus that actually you can appreciate, that you can enjoy. And when you do that and take that attitude, the next move will emerge for you. Because that is my experience and also working with people. I'm lucky to work with some really, really great people over the years. Um, that's also their experience. 
And so it's just, it's a, it's a subtle inner thing that we can knock ourselves at, you know? So, but, but I think you can actually track all of this grass is greener stuff back to a, a much more simplified statement, which is, you know, it's a version of me not getting what I want or you not getting what you want. <clears throat> so if things aren't working out the way that I want, well, that's a version also of grass is greener. So, you know, I'm not getting the level of business that I want or somebody has done something in my work that I don't like. I don't want them to do that. I want them to do it the way I want to do it. It should be this way, not that way. And the problem is obviously is that we have billions and billions of people on the planet doing the exact same thing. So it's actually impossible to get anybody doing the same, <laughs> exactly what you want all the time. And certainly life and the world is doing its own thing and it's never going to do exactly what you want. SH1T is going to happen. So that's a milder, more subtle version. Actually, it wouldn't be milder. It's definitely, it could be very extreme at times, but it's definitely a more subtle version of the grass is greener. And I was talking to a client, maybe, I don't know, was it about 12 months ago um, in the pandemic, and they were they ran me up and said, look, they're giving out because they normally go on all these different skiing holidays. And I know they've listened to this podcast now smiling. And, you know, he couldn't get over the fact that he wasn't able to go on his holidays. And, and at the end of the day, I just said, look, this is really your inner voice, your inner child having a tantrum. Let it have its tantrum, but then move on. And again, you know, where do you want to water? Do you want to water what you don't have and how things aren't the way that you want? Or can you just accept the way things are? Actually accept them and say, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm going to enjoy it as much as I can. I'm going to apply myself and fully engage right now with where things are at. And ignore that inner voice that's kind of saying, well, it's not quite as good as over there. Look at them. They've got a much better job business, career, relationship, life, body, you know, bank balance, etc. You can add it in. That's a version of it. And I guess if you're looking at this physiologically, neuroscience has shown that our brains are actually hardwired for the negative. Um, and there's an expression in neuroscience, which is our brains are like uh, Teflon for the positive and Velcro for the negative. And what that means is, you know, actually to make it more specific, they say that our brains are five to one times more likely to zone in on negative stuff, stuff that we don't like or that's a threat. It's a carryover from our Stone Age brain where we were, we are hardwired to be much more attuned and alert to potential threats, as in a, maybe a tiger in the bushes back in the Stone Age times. But obviously that doesn't happen anymore, but the brain is still there. And if we're not fully aware of it on the inner side, well, then obviously that's going to cause a problem because we don't understand that actually our brain goes looking for the negative or it goes looking for, well, I don't like this and I want that over there. Um, so, th so that's fine once you understand it. But if you don't understand it, not aware of it, that's a problem because it's going to lead you into the, gra the green grass trap and that will kill your performance. So I'll often say to my clients that like there's three places that you can put your attention. You can put it on the past, you can put it on the future, or you can put it on the present. Now, there's subtle, subtleties to each one of those three. Um, and I say in the, in the past context, um, this often comes up, but one that comes to mind right now is an entrepreneur who, who struggled through the crash in 08, 09, 10, like many business people, many leaders, um, but they had a very extreme, emotionally challenging, stressful time. They nearly lost everything, business and relationship, their, their, their partner in life, um, but they managed to get through it in fairness to them. But when the pandemic hit, um, their mind, they let their mind keep going back to, oh, I hope this doesn't happen. 
I, I want it to be better. I hope it doesn't happen again, which is a version of putting your mind in the wrong place. So past, you can go plus, as in bring up good memories, or you can go negative, focus on something like that. And that was throwing him off his game. Future, you can do the same thing. You can focus on what worries you, what you don't want to happen, what if this happens. Again, not necessarily always bad to do the what ifs, but if you're stuck there, well, then that's a version of the trap. I mean, if you want to stay in a good future, fine, but I don't suggest you live there because that's what a lot of achievers do. And that's also a version of the trap. If you stay there, it's great for focusing your mind on a target, but in terms of enjoying life and getting the best out of yourself, uh, minimizing frustration as you go on your journey, no, the better place is actually the present, which most achievers will struggle with, but it is obviously uh, gaining in maybe an interest area, things like mindfulness, meditation, all are leading into that zone, but there's, but there's way more than just mindfulness and meditation around this, I believe. Um, and it's funny because people can carry trauma, guilt, shame, um, and they're all versions of watering the wrong things. You know, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here just to, I suppose, to make you think yourself. But before I do that, uh, we're going to interrupt the service just to give a little bit of a promotional plug for something that I'm doing. If you like what you've been hearing on uh, these podcasts, um, and if you're curious about maybe getting the opportunity to go deeper with me um, in a live context, my MindShift virtual program is coming up um, in the autumn, but there's a, a generous discount available until the end of July. So it's the 19th today as I'm recording this, is available up to the, I think it's the 31st of July or so, maybe early August. Um, MindShift is a signature program. It's It runs over eight weeks. You can do it now virtually from anywhere in the world. Uh, the time slots generally work for people uh, outside Ireland and also in the US, et cetera. And we run it in a way that actually you can integrate into your day without a huge amount of disruption at all to your day or to your week. But the most important thing is that it actually allows you to learn the skills of the VUCA age, the volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous age that we now live in. Um, and the end result would be a better you uh, with a higher sense of control, improvements in confidence, a better peace of mind, better clarity, better focus, and then also um, a better ability to enjoy life. So I'll say no more, there'll be, a, there'll be a link here in the show notes. And if you're curious, check it out. And uh, maybe I might see you live on that virtual program. I'll be taking um, a group of navigators through that process over eight weeks from the start of October. It's a good bit away, but there's a generous discount. It'd be nice to have it in the diary if you're that way inclined. So anyway, out of that, thanks for listening if you're saved with that. <laughs> so a couple of questions. First of all, have you fallen into the green grass trap? I don't know anybody who hasn't, to be honest with you, but you might be there right now. And a hint at, at, at that might be, well, I wish I had this, or I wish it was more like that, or I wish it was had that their life or their business, or I wish we were over here and not, you know, I wish we were over there and not here. And that's a version of what in psychology would be called comparative thinking, where you can continue to compare yourself against other people, usually unconsciously, or even comparing against an inner standard on yourself, which is something I used to do. And actually looking back, it used to make me miserable, where I'd say, well, I know I'm here, but I should be over there at this point. You know, you get to a certain age, well, I should have this, this, and this done, and I should have this that way. You just drive yourself demented. And that is a version of the green grass trap. So what would it take to water more where you are? I'm not saying that you don't want to make it better or improve certain things, but maybe taking Wolfgang Puck's approach, what would it take to water more where you are? You know, can you just stop thinking about certain things and just engage fully with whatever your work is, whatever's right in front of you, and get in the game? 
um, something that I will talk about with my clients is that you, know, you might you might be showing up, but are you fully in the game? A lot of the time, I find most people aren't, and it's understandable because once you see the impact that your inner voice can have, your inner game can have on you, uh, you lose that edge. And obviously, we're all about the inner edge in this podcast. So, think about this: you can water a better past for sure, or you can water a better future for sure, and that they are good things to do. And I find that. Um, maybe a lot of the stuff I mentioned earlier about Brian Tracy or Tony Robbins, they're all things that certainly I would have come across in, in some of their stuff that they did and, and other people as well. And it's helpful. But in my experience, the best thing to water is where you are. So if that strikes a chord, where can you start today? All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.